and we're live. Oh, you can see Anne. Look. That was great. You guys haven't seen her, like, since the beginning of all of this. Maybe you have seen her. I don't know. I'm going to silence. There she is. I'm going to silence my phone. I'm putting it over here. Boom. Um, yeah, I've got a little bit of a different setup this time, so you can see her over there. Oh, my gosh. Here, I'll, I'll turn it just a little bit. Guys, it's raining outside right now. That's how amazing it is in Colorado. It's actually raining outside right now. Um, that's a good thing because we've got some fires going on. And those fires aren't doing anything for our eyes or our allergies or our throats. Um, yeah, a little too crazy. Not to mention all of the other, you know, concerns for fires that I'm not even going to dive into. Anyway. Welcome to another more to Life Live on Facebook. And yes, I said it was on Tuesday, August 24th, in the email I sent out. And Anne reads that email and she cringes because she would have caught that nice detail. But it is August 25th, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And here we are. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for sharing this. Thanks for liking it. Thanks for commenting. All of that good stuff. It's good to just be here with you guys um, in any form or fashion. I'll take it. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to take what I can get and keep moving forward. All right? Now, I didn't text anybody, so if you're tuning in, you got the email or you paid attention and you knew what was happening. I didn't send out the friendly reminder text. You know, if you get on our um, subscription kind of thing through, you know, experiencemortolife.com, you send it for the email and you give us your phone number, I'll text you almost every day that I'm going to be speaking, you know, and give you a heads up that it's going to happen that night. So, didn't do it today. Had other stuff to do, you know, and... Um, I just wanted to apologize, too, because last time we got together like this and I talked about heavy and lightness, how lightness is ours. It's ours. Um, I didn't record the audio version so that I could post it as a podcast. So it's only available on Facebook through the video platform. Um, it's not on the audio version as a podcast, and I apologize for that. I completely forget so many times to actually press record, but... That's why I'm looking up over here. I've pressed record tonight. This will be available on audio on the MTL podcast. So that's the good news. Now, last time we talked about lightness, how it's ours, how we choose it. We choose it. We experience it. We embrace it. We become it. We give it. We bring it. And lightness is ours. Lightness is ours with our friends, with our families, and in our local communities. And right now, I just want to put it out there for you guys. Honestly, um, if you want to bring lightness, if you want to give lightness, if you want to put it out there for others to experience, because I talked about that idea like between me and a friend and he was like, what's next? And what I dropped on him was kind of heavy. And then I was like, man, no, like what I need and what we should be bringing and what we should be experiencing is lightness. Um, right now, all across the United States, like especially in our local community here in Summit County, teachers 
and school staff. They need your lightness, you know? Like, so much in this world is not unfolding the way it always does, or the way it always has, or the way that we would even probably choose. And that's okay. That's okay. But what we need to bring with us into those experiences is a lightness, a lightness with us. Any good vibes you can send out to teachers, school staff, principals, anybody involved in the process, admin, bus drivers, custodians, all those people could use that lightness from you. They really could. So I don't know how you're going to get creative and how you're going to do that, but I want you to. I want you to. (laughs) Anyway, that's what's next for us. I believe. I believe we bring it. I believe we choose it. I believe we give it. I believe we become it. And it spills over onto others' lightness. So make that happen. All right? Now, um, I'm sitting here tonight with a little lightness of my own. And this was just my own doing. But this is my white hoodie. My white hoodie, I got, I don't know, like almost a year ago. I've always wanted a white hoodie. I think I had one a while ago. I was looking at Dan. Um, Life goals. I don't know what it is about a white hoodie for me. It feels good. It brings me up on certain days. This white hoodie this year, this past like calendar year in 2019, this white hoodie got me through a colonoscopy, yo. And uh, I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm going to take all the lightness I can get sometimes. And this white hoodie for me, putting it on just makes me feel a little better. And so I put it on tonight for our talk. And I wore it today, most of the day. Um, I'm going to throw something else out there. It's like those things that make you feel more like you. And I know I don't need a white hoodie to feel like me. But there's something about it that says like, yeah that feels like me and something else that is that i brought it just to show you real quick it's the it's the rod lavers the rod lavers like this shoe um it's got all sorts of feelings that tied tied to it that snap me back in time that bring me to a lighter space do you know what i'm saying um yeah i just thought i'd mention those two things because coming off of our last talk about lightness I was just thinking about all the heaviness that's out there right now. Because trust me, if if you don't know this, which I think you already do, there are lots and lots of people right now feeling pretty heavy. And honestly, too heavy. Um, It's happening all around us. Perhaps it's you. Uh, I know I have been in that space. I know that right now I'm meeting with my therapist weekly. You know what I mean? And I'm back on some of my anxiety meds that I kind of pushed off to the side for a little while. You know, like lots of people are feeling a heaviness. And so I know that we talked about heavy and light last time, but I wanted to kind of tackle the idea of heaviness again from another angle. I always find that super helpful. It's like... Whenever you come against some kind of a problem, some kind of a dilemma, some kind of a story, there's always more than one angle, right? There's usually multiple, several different ways to approach this thing. So when I was thinking about how many people right now are feeling heavy, I just thought, let's try and tackle that from another angle, right? And like I said, I've had lots of conversations, lots of interactions, 
with so many people I know, so many people I don't even know that I'm like one degree separated from, two degrees separated from, who are feeling heavy. And so aside from the whole idea of lightness and bringing lightness and choosing it and bringing it with us, becoming it and spilling it out of ourselves onto other people, let's tackle it from this other slightly different angle, right? So like if you had come up to me a year ago and you had said, Phil, what's like one of our human problems? Like, you know, what's one of our, our things that you would speak to and that you speak to regularly and that you kind of address? And um, I was even working on like a TED Talk thing. Um, and then, you know, all that stuff got shut down, um, but I was working on something and it was this whole idea. Have we given up on one another? Have we given up on one another? You know, the idea of community, the idea that honestly, like a year ago, I would have said that there were several people in a position that believed as long as they had an internet connection, you know, and some kind of streaming service. I don't know, like Netflix and is, or, or Peacock, the new one, you know, as long as like everybody had like some kind of internet connection, um, like a satellite phone, cell phone, as long as they could like venture into the outdoors and they could exercise and they also had access to good food, like healthy food, that that's all they needed. That was it, you know, and they could do this thing alone. They could live this human experience on their own, isolated, cut off, and disconnected. And I think now, more so than ever before, if you were to approach people and be like, hey, could you do that? People would be like, hell no. No, 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 no. I could not do that. Like, I need other people. I need them in my life. I need the physical touch. I need the emotional and spiritual connection. I need to be able to see their face. I need to be interacting with others. I need that very important, very special and unique dimension in my life. I need it. And I want it. And it impacts me in a way that I didn't realize it, it, it did. But I need it, and I know I need it now. There's this idea in our culture, I think, floating around, and it's it's a distorted version perspective of strength. And we honestly hold it up as if independence and being on our own is this, like, tremendously strong thing to do. And if you can do it, if you can achieve it, well then, by all means, you are the strong one. Like I said, though, I think it's distorted. And I think it's a little bit warped. And I don't quite understand it. Because in, in, from my perspective, and where I'm at being 42, there's tremendous strength in dependence. In being connected and responsible for others and with others. Like, I've got this quote for you guys. I'm reading this book. I'm going to throw out some books for you guys tonight, okay? So just be ready. This is The Mindful Path to Self-Compassion. Right? The Mindful Path to Self-Compassion by Christopher Germer. Freeing Yourself from Destructive Thoughts and Emotions. Pretty cool book. 
Pretty cool book. Now, it was years ago, and I've shared this story with you guys so many times, but I was talking with my therapist like two weeks ago, and this all came to the surface again. And I love how stuff just kind of circles back around sometimes. But I was hanging out with friends at a 10-year college reunion, and we were staying at random Airbnbs in Indiana. And one of my friends, he woke up, and he was like, dude, this never happens to me, ever. It never happens to me. But I woke up this morning, and I feel like I had a dream, and it was about you. And so I wrote it down, and the only thing I could find was a recipe card. And I have it hanging up over here on my, like, little inspiration thought board, right? So it's this cool little recipe card. (laughs) And he crossed out the whole top that was like a recipe thing. It was pretty funny. Anyway, he says on this card, here he goes, I was praying for you yesterday and thinking about you and I got a picture of you riding a horse and you were going fast and here's the word I want you to focus on leaning forward and focused on what was in front of you you had a serious and determined look on your face as if you were pursuing something and the whole word when I got this that screamed out to me that stuck out in my mind to me was the word leaning That was it. And ever since he gave that to me, I've been trying to figure out, like, because I felt like it was for me. I felt like it was, like, 100%, like, something I needed to hear. And that word leaning has taken different definitions and and, and been applicable in different kind of contexts and stories and chapters and seasons in my life since that 10-year, you know, college reunion. But just recently, I'm reading this book, right? And so I get to this part in this book, and it simply says this. Are you guys ready? This is awesome. Recent research indicates, however, that the healing mechanisms behind successful therapy are not what we thought they were. It's the process of establishing a new relationship with our thoughts and feelings rather than directly challenging them that makes the difference. And here it is. This new relationship is less avoidant, less entangled, more accepting, more compassionate, and more aware. Leaning into our problems, leaning forward into our problems with open eyes and an open heart, with awareness and compassion is the process by which we get emotional relief. So good. I read that. And of course, like in in Phil's eyes and Phil's mind, like I freaked out, you know, and I couldn't wait to tell my therapist all about it. And I told her all about it. And now some of our talk tonight is coming from that word leaning, right? So the title of tonight's talk is simply leaning. And that's the idea. The strength is actually found when we lean. It's in our leaning that we are strong and that we are also made strong. So I'm going to give you three different kind of ways tonight that you can lean. That you can lean during this time. Perhaps this talk is for you. Perhaps this talk is for someone else you know, right? But leaning is extremely important. The first thing is simply this. It's about leaning into your feelings, just like the quote I read. Like, a lot of times, I'm kind of perplexed at the negative 
range of emotions and feelings that we have because I've done a little research and I've studied a little bit and I know that we feel a lot more negative, I'll put those in quotes, feelings and emotions than positive. We have more on the negative end of the spectrum. Why is that? Like, are, are, as human beings, do we just like have those so we can like feel even more shame about what we feel <laughs> or like we can even heap more onto our troubles and problems? No, no. We have all of those because they're a part of the human experience. They are the spectrum of our emotions and feelings. We have the, the positive side and the negative side. And, and all of those feelings and emotions are meant to be felt and felt and embraced and expressed, you know? Too often we, we take negative stuff that we've like labeled negative and we bury it, we suppress it, we challenge it, we avoid it, um, we refuse it. We think we shouldn't be feeling it. You know, I read several articles, like, about how, like, when you hit your finger, like, it is better to curse than to, like, like, just kind of hold the word in. Like, it's a better expression, and it does more for you, like, in here to, like, feel that and express it and get it out, you know? It's all about a, the process of feeling your feelings, and then actually healing and, and moving on. That's like kind of what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to lean into them in a curious and compassionate and accepting way. So many times, like, I've leaned in the opposite direction <laughs> when I feel certain things, especially like my anxiety, which is kind of like a condition that I've got. And, and it's like I resist it so much. And sometimes I've like hated it and unfriended it and avoided it when rather I think I'm stepping into a space now in my life when I feel like I'm learning to lean into it and to listen to it, to be compassionate toward it, and to try and understand it more. And I think that makes a ton of difference, the world of difference. Now... What's the title of that book? Oh, the title of the book mm -hmm. is called The Mindful Path to Self-Compassion. Got it. It's Christopher Germer. If there's anything I think we can all do a little bit more, um, it's be compassionate to ourselves. I think we're really hard on one another. I think it's all wrapped up in that definition of strength. This whole kind of like we're going to go it alone and we're going to tough it out and we're going to just like make this happen. You know what I mean? As if that is strength. When leaning into our feelings and being compassionate towards ourselves develops a whole other kind of strength that really can carry us forward. So, number one, lean into your feelings. And maybe check out that book. If you want to check out another book, um, well... Yeah, just while we're on it, since we're talking about number one, leaning into your feelings, I've got two other books for you. Um, emotional Agility. I've mentioned this one several times. Emotional Agility, Get Unstuck, Embrace Change, and Thrive in Work and Life. Susan David. This is an amazing book that's all about moving forward. That's all about leaning into your feelings and actually moving through them right? Not avoiding them, not resisting them, not even trying to change them. 
You know? This is a good one. And another book. This one's big. I've got this on audiobook. I've honestly never, like, opened the book and read the pages. I listen to this audiobook um, when I have long drives. Like, I love this guy's voice. <laughs> I, can, I can tune into him. Full Catastrophe Living. John Kabat-Zinn. Um, he's, he's incredible, you know? Full Catastrophe Living, using the wisdom of your body and mind to face stress, pain, and illness. Telling you what, like, this is a good one. It's a big one. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've got this one on the audiobook. All three books, in my opinion, talk about this leaning in to your feelings. Leaning in. All right. The second thing is to lean on me. Right? You guys have heard the song, right? Like there was a super, there was a band that I grew up listening to and they made it very popular during my middle school years. The song Lean On Me, right? Lean on me. That's the whole idea. Like he's not heavy. He's my brother. You know what I mean? Like, like she's not heavy. She's my sister. Lean on me. When you're not strong, I'll be your friend and I'll help you carry on. Why? Because it won't be long till I'm going to need somebody to lean on. In our culture right now, leaning on others is perceived as a weakness. It's perceived as a weakness. But let me just tell you right now, you can't always be, in quotes, strong. Right? That's the hard part about the strength illusion that we're putting up. We put up this idea that you have to be able to go it alone and you have to be independent and you can't lean on others. Nobody can do that. Nobody can do it in a healthy way, right? You come up against things and we are meant to need others. We are meant to lean. We lean on each other and this is our strength. We find an untold strength when we lean on one another. When we give up the illusion of strength and we admit that we can't do it on our own and we accept this give and take, that we can't always do this alone. And in fact, I do need you and you and you and I need you to be my strength right now. I need that support. I need that encouragement. I need that nudge. I need that sense of community. I need you guys to tell me who who I am right now. I need to be reminded. I need to be encouraged, right? So there's a strength there. So for God's sake, use other people. Pick up the phone. Dial someone's number. Talk to them. I've got a friend right now, and I set it up with him weekly. We're talking. I call him every week right now. Something about hearing his voice, something about connecting, something about telling stories, something about that conversation and that support and that connection does something. It's a strength. Now, we need other people. Um, support groups. Support groups are great. It's like... Here's some people, you know, like Ann and I were talking about this recently, but sometimes it's just hard to put words 
um, what you're going through, what you're experiencing. That's why support groups are great because usually they're like dialed in to a certain extent, like on a topic or on a certain experience. And it's like these people, these people get me. These people know where I've been and what I've been through more so than the average individual, right? I mean, I don't know how we don't have support groups everywhere popping up right now that just says like, I don't know, being alive in 2020 is like a support group, you know, like, it's like, yeah, like sign me up. Like 20 of us can talk about that because here we are and we're alive in 2020, right? Support groups are great. And maybe just maybe like you don't have to join an official one. If you feel like, oof, I don't want to go that far. I've got zero, like, baggage with that. But I'm just saying, maybe you create your own little support group, right? And it's three people. It's four people. Like, we're watching this, the series, the, the show Friends with our boys right now because we have, like, all the seasons of it. And I just remember when that show came out and what that, like, kind of idea was in my mind, you know, having like this group of friends that you could go through life with, right? That you could like feel things and experience things and talk through things with them. It's pretty amazing, right? So I would encourage you, and this is a challenge to myself because there is a group of guys locally that I was trying to get together, you know, like <laughs> trying to make something happen. This is our challenge to lean on one another, to lean on a friend, to lean on a family member, to lean on a spouse, to lean on a sibling, to lean on a group of people that you put together or a group that you've been invited to be a part of or that group that you need to research and look up and find, that AA group that's available. Like you have a group around you and I'm asking you to lean on them. And also to let them lean on you, right? To have that interaction and that sense of community because there's an untold profound strength there. So the first one was lean, on, lean into your feelings. The second one was lean on me, lean on you. Um, the third one is simply this idea of leaning onto the divine. Leaning onto the divine. I don't think I could be where I am today or who I am today without that practice, right? So I'm going to encourage you to lean on to the divine. What does that mean? That means I want you to practice your faith. I want you to talk about it. I want you to practice it. I want you to exercise your muscles in your faith, whatever that looks like. That means you pray. That means you meditate. That means you sit in silence. That means you read. That means you study. That means you rest in the presence of the divine. That means you carve out that space on a daily schedule, on a daily rhythm. You make it happen because leaning into your feelings is certainly a piece of this. Finding that compassion and finding that way to experience and heal and move forward, yes. Leaning on other people, definitely a much-needed source of strength in your life that you were actually, I think, like created and meant for. But here's this third piece, leaning onto the divine, same thing. Super necessary ingredient, 
absolutely designed and created for that. And so, like, to step into that, to practice it on a daily, daily rhythm. Just recently, like, Sunday night, um, my boys, Ann and I, all sat down, and we watched this uh, video. It's a NUMA video, N-O-O-M-A. You can find them on YouTube. Rob Bell started making these a long time ago, right? And so I picked one out that we could just sit down and watch as a family, the five of us, on Sunday night and then talk about. And so I picked the very first NUMA video, and it's called Rain. It's all about this idea of a father taking out a child in a backpack and setting out on a walk beautiful and when they kind of get halfway through the hike and walk a storm comes in and the kid gets terrified and freaking out and the father the whole time knows that everything's okay but in hearing his child like scream out and cry out like sets the backpack down takes the child out moves the child to the front hugs the child tightly and whispers in the child's ear I love you buddy and everything's gonna be all right and holds the child for the rest of the hike and the walk home. There's something in that video about crying out. And I'm going to make the stretch like crying out is like the leaning on, right, <laughs> to the divine in this, in this instance. Like, I just hope that wherever you are and whatever circumstances you're going through, that you're able to lean on to the divine and you're able to cry out. Because when I watched that video on Sunday night, I was reminded of like a few things that I continually forget. Number one, the divine is always present. Always there, always with, always nearby. Always. Always. And so many times I can get stuck feeling alone. I don't know about you, but when things feel heavy sometimes, you kind of feel like, oof, I'm alone. It's like, wait a second, no, the divine is always present. Number two, the divine is always listening, always ready to listen, always ready to hear you, especially when you cry out. That's like something the divine never ignores, always hears you like a child, right? It's like a parent listening to a child cry out and responding in love and attention and care and concern. So like always present, always listening. I love that idea. So please lean on to the divine who is always there, who is always listening. And the last one that I was reminded of is simply this. The divine is always ready to hold you tightly. To hold you tightly. To remind you how you're loved. To remind you how you matter. Not because of anything you've done or anything you did or anything you're going to do. Just because you are. That's it. Just because you're you. That's it. Always present. Always listening. Always ready to hold you tightly. Leaning. What a great practice. What a particularly unique strength. Leaning. Leaning forward into our feelings, leaning forward onto one another, leaning forward onto the divine. 
who's always there, always listening and ready to hold us tightly and remind us that guess what? We're loved. We're loved and we matter. Now, that's kind of what I've got for you guys tonight. This idea of leaning, this kind of idea of strength. Um, And dropping that other weak, cheap illusion (laughs) of strength, right? And like this idea of leaning is not a weakness. It isn't. It isn't. You are not meant to be strong that other way. I don't see that as strength. I see it as like propping something up and eventually crashing. When you realize that, oops, I actually do need to feel those things and heal and and move forward through those feelings. Oops, I actually do need other people to lean on to. And I, of course, need the divine. I need to practice this. I need to figure this out. And I need to figure out a daily rhythm and rituals and practices to, to kind of like pull this in and to truly, truly become strong. Now, with all of that said, this whole idea of leaning on me and leaning on you, um, Ann and I were talking, and one of the really tough things for me when I do these videos and not being able to speak live in front of groups of all of you um, is just not being able to see your faces. It's kind of tough. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of tough. I mean, of course, not being in person and, and not seeing you guys walk through the doors and being able to give hugs and high fives and catch up and, and just see each other. Um, but not being able to see faces is kind of hard, even with all this mask wearing. Like, I just want to see people's faces. I'm ready for the translucent, clear masks, you know, that like <laughs> that still allow us to do all the communication from here down because it's so important to me and I need to feel that. So Ann and I were talking about what can we do? I mean, I know we did a Zoom recently. Um, Not even recently. I say recently. Like, what was it? Like three months ago? Good Lord. Uh, (laughs) Wasn't recent at all. But we would love to do something Zoom-ish next time. Now, here's the deal. We're taking off a couple of weeks. The next time we're going to get together is September 15th. September 15th. So we're going to put our heads to a plan. We're going to try and figure something out that's creative, that's cool, that's going to like actually be able to connect connect us in a better way. Even if it's just a Zoom. You know what I mean? And maybe you're all Zoomed out, but please, 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 please. September 15th, if we decide to Zoom, tune into that one and be live and be there and be like, in person so we can see people's faces um let's do something put it on your calendars now and and i would love to figure out something i'm even going to talk to a couple of my uh wedding friends you know who have been streaming and like doing all kinds of crazy creative things with weddings um i would love to do something and if you've got ideas text them to us or shoot them to ann who's like replying to people right now and she's typing back there um Whatever that might look like, September 15th, we're going to try and wrap our heads around something that lets us practice a little bit more of that leaning on each other by at least seeing our faces and at least being able to kind of create a conversation, um, something. We're, we're trying to get creative. We want to make something happen. So 
I just wanted to put that out there for you so you can invite people, so you can put it on your calendar, so you can share it with others, so you can make sure that you're there, so you can spread the word, all that good stuff. September 15th. I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that it's like a good time for more to life locally and abroad. Um, all the people who tune in, we're going to try and put it out there and create a sincere, authentic moment of connection and community on September 15th. So that's what I've got for you guys tonight. Is it still raining? A little bit. Mm-mm. No, and says no, but it looks like it and it feels cooler outside. That's a good thing. Just knocking down the temperature. Um, go and lean. Practice leaning. Do it. Give up the illusion of strength and practice this idea of leaning into your feelings, into one another, onto one another, onto the divine. Do it in your lives because I promise this is a, this is a practice that will help with the heaviness. This is a practice and it's within our reach It's within our abilities to do on a daily basis if we can only learn to lean. Right? So go. We'll see you next time on September 15th. um, For sure on September 15th. Um, We love you guys. We thank you. We miss you. I hope this was encouraging to you tonight. We'll see you next time.